What's what? up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the Geek Console Sunday Night in the Building. I am Mike, aka Most Epic. Everybody else, introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Wiley Duster. How are you guys doing today? Woo-hoo. Doing good. <laughs> I'm Adoria Skrahana. What's going on? I'm Adam. Oh, you are so pale. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. I'm trying to struggle to figure out how to do this thing real quick. But, uh, okay. Well, here. Uh, and we got uh, Tessa in the back room running the running the keyboards and the control screens and the, and the panels and, and all that good jazz. That's what she does. Um, I'm going to jump right into it because uh, we didn't jump right into it last week, but we're going to jump right into it this week. All right. Right off the gate, Mario Brothers trailer. What did y'all think of it? I mean, I mean, I think Bowser looks incredibly powerful. I wish uh, they had a game where he would just destroy things like he does. Uh, Chris Pratt. I mean, I'm not gonna dunk on Chris Pratt. I know a lot of people have been dunking on him. But it's hard to, in my opinion, it's hard to take a character who's been voiced by the same guy for like 50 years and get it done properly, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like if they tried to like throw somebody on like uh, Optimus Prime's voice. Exactly. After all these years, bro, you just, you got to go into that like very carefully. Exactly. Yeah, no, um, I I don't care about the voice. Um, I think they kind of did it because I like. Did you guys ever think that this may be uh, reaching? That um, even though he has been the voice for Mario for like fifty years, and he's done that Italian accent, that Nintendo may have been afraid that the incels will come at them for using that voice like that, and it being a stereotypical Italian voice. I mean, I hope not, because that means uh, this day and age, I guess, that's where we're going to go to. I'm just saying, like, it, it, could it be a reason why they went with somebody different for it to, to avoid that totally? I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just... I don't think so. I, because the person that Mario's based off of is actually supposed to be Japanese <laughs> so you know what I mean like you really can't say like you can't really have a fuss against the voices because I mean 
they just made it appealing for American audience audiences. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy that like I never thought of with modern more modern stuff where they're doing like and I didn't know this until uh, I'm blanking out his name, the voice of Vader. Mm -hmm. uh, Earl uh Earl Angel Jones. Yeah, that guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Mario's gonna end up falling in the same like kind of AI feel because like I said, it's been such an iconic voice for so long. I wonder if eventually if the uh I can't remember the actor or the voice actor for Mario, it's like Charles, I want to say. I can't remember, I don't wanna give him a name. I'm sorry. Uh, but if he uh I wonder if he's gonna ever sell off the rights to the Mario voice just because how iconic it is. Do we know that he owns the rights to the Mario voice? I, I didn't know. I don't I think didn't know your boy owns the rights to the Darth Vader voice. Well, I'm yeah, I didn't know that. You know what? I guess I don't know. I just always assume because he he, he is Mario in my head. Like his voice is tied to everything Mario. Mm. Just about. Well, I so thought the trailer, like the trailer was very surprising. Like it looked better than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I always picture Mario the game, the in-game graphics, but they really stylized the animations. Bowser does look amazing. Um, Mario's facial animation looked really good too, and like uh, the movie posters they released for it is, is very interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Chris Pratt voice or not, uh, I'm going to go. I we're going to go see it. I mean, it's not even like it's a it's it's not live action, all right? Because if it was live action, then I would really have issues. But oh the fact that, you know, like I can understand if Chris Pratt was legit dressing up and doing a live action Mario movie, then yeah, sure. Have you ever but seen the live-action right? Mario movie? Uh, yes. I'm old. What? Have you? <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not that much older than me. Oh, that's a big difference, though. That, that's not that big of a difference. Oh, that's a big difference. Mm. Adam, what you what did you think of the trailer? I thought the trailer was good. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I forced uh, Wiley to watch it. And you did not. Wait, did you force me to watch it? Yes, I did, because you wanted to watch the... Santa Claus killer movie. Oh, you're right, you're right. And I was like, look, there's Mario. Let's watch it. You're like, this looks terrible. I'm not going to watch this. And I said, let's oh watch gosh. Mario. Now, Dude, you are capping. Adam, I, I do appreciate the segue because that wasn't even on the little roster of things to talk about. Ooh, dude, but a Violet Knight looks amazing. I'm more excited for the mean one where it's the Slasher of the Grinch than the Santa Claus action movie to be in. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen the trailer. I, for I haven't seen that one yet. I want to watch it though. Mm. Has my thing frozen, y'all? No. Oh, there, it goes. there it goes. We just had a long time. I would, uh, game, so hold on. <laughs> I would find the trailer, but YouTube got us for that last time, so I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, because we played a trailer in the show and it took us took our episode off. That's hilarious. Um, but um, I, I love I the actor that's playing Santa Claus, and I never would have put Santa Claus in a violent movie. I never just would have thought about that. Um, but he's got robot chicken, right? <laughs> this dude is. I mean, it it just looks hilariously funny, and uh, I'm here for it. It's definitely gonna check that out. Or American Dad made Santa Claus bad. Um, you, uh, Futurama. Futurama definitely made Santa Claus like evil, which was a nice twist to it. So I'm for it. Yeah. 
these violent do that to the Easter Bunny too. <laughs> Let's just make all the the fairy tale creatures like evil. Yeah, the tooth fairy, Easter Bunny. I just can't get him over. He he's Hopper. It is yeah, Hopper. I, hopper. I, I mean, it's great, but in my mind, this just looks like a Hopper role. Like it just looks like he's. <laughs> it looks like he was made for him to be Santa. Yeah, it just looks like he was like Santa at the mall for a, a, an episode of Stranger Things, and it's just. And this is actually Elle's first Christmas. That's hilarious. Right. <laughs> I wish I could join this fight, but I'm stuck here. Alright. Well, next up on the list is have you guys seen the news about Spawn? This is actually um I was excited about it uh, a while ago. They announced that Jamie Foxx was going to be Al Simmons. Um yeah. and Tom McFarlane. The fact that Tom McFarlane is pushing this whole movie himself uh to make sure that he has full creative control of it. I respect the hell out of that. Um because the movie could have been out under a different studio, but Tom McFarlane said he doesn't want to lose control of it again like the last one. Mm. Um, but he's got Jamie Foxx in it as Spawn. That was also reconfirmed. But the uh, writers, he announced the writers this week. Uh, one of the writers is from uh, the Joker movie. He wrote the Joker. Mm. And the other writer wrote uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and is writing Captain America 4. So he's got some serious names for the writing um, on this movie. Um Knowing that, that that caliber of writing duo is on the movie, does that raise any of your interest in this film? I'm interested in it. Especially yeah. having like a serious look into it. Like they got serious writers, they got the actual uh, creator heavily involved into it. Anytime you ever get the actual creator in it, like Tommy Carlin into it, it just gets me super excited for it. What up, y'all? What up, chat? How you doing? Uh, Majority, what are your thoughts? I want to see it when it comes out. <laughs> I will make my assumptions then. <laughs> All right. Adam, what are you thinking? I think it sounds like they got some good uh, team behind it, but I haven't seen nothing about it yet. Who played the first one? Um, Michael. It was. What's his name? Uh, he was 1997, in, uh, uh, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jay White. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, but, all right so do you know the premise of how this this movie's going? Spawn. So Tommy Spawn wants to treat Spawn like Jaws. He wants to have Spawn be this mysterious creature in the background of the movie, causing things to happen. But we actually see the film through two detectives' eyes. Who are trying to prove the spawn is real? Sam and Twitch. Hmm. Is that going to be the whole movie? That's that's what he's saying is the whole movie. Then, of course, um, you know they prove that he's real. There's some whatever going to be the big blowout at the end of the film or whatnot. But we are we are visually going through this film with Sam and Twitch as they try to hunt down and find evidence the spawn is really out here. Because there's these different things happening in the city tied to Spawn and Crime Alley. Hmm. Uh, uh, ah, that's what was said by McFarlane. That's what he wants to do. Now, he can have these writers on the team 
and these writers that he has, they could change his mind and, and they could do something else. Alrighty, alrighty. Did you tell him my game we're playing today, by the way? What'd you say? Tell him. told him the game we're playing today. No, we did not. <laughs> we're playing Gundam Evolution. The geek console is in here firing a giant Gundam robot. I'm not saying I wore the shirt on purpose, but I wore the shirt on purpose. Uh, right, right, right. No, the game that we're playing. Merch. I'll just start saying that for you all randomly. Merch. 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 So, Midori, what do you think about this merch? I do want to speak on this, but I have to make sure everybody saw it. I don't really know what's going on. Did everybody see She Hulk? Yes. The latest episode? No, I have not. I did not. Sorry. Sorry. It's a very good episode, Midori. Um, it is. It is. The final episode, is it? No, no. no. I got one more. All right. Yes. Did, has everyone seen Werewolf by Night? No, I'm actually going to watch that right after this. Me and Tess have been too busy this last week to get time to watch together, but hopefully... I saw a little bit of it. And I have one... That's the thing you were watching the other day when we came over, right? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I did not enjoy was this thing I said that I was not going to enjoy when we brought <laughs> up last week. So that's black and white? That it's in black and white. Oh. Um, I, I'm going to love that. Uh, that but I don't know what it's called. But I there's like a little like they try to make you a little smudge on this, the film. Like you know in the old days they got a little like black dot in the corner kind of pop every once in a while. Yeah. Um, they did that in that film. Uh-huh. But I was telling Tessa this. It doesn't work putting that effect there if your film is in ultra high definition. It doesn't give you the same feel of the film struggling and to be played if you got Chris to see every hair of this werewolf on his face, you know? Mm. You could see every hair on a werewolf's face. Yeah, I'm so, I'm and he, so looks, he looks exactly like Teen Wolf. I didn't mind the look, but I, I will hold off on those two subjects until we all have seen them. I was looking forward to chattering about those. Um, so, new show coming to HBO Max, Velma, um, and Daphne mm-hmm. is, hold up, I can't find it now. Basically, I, and if I'm wrong, please chat or somebody else correct me, but okay. I believe Daphne is Asian. And Shaggy yes. is black, and Vilma's black too. What? Well, wait, it's yeah. not Shaggy. Yeah, it's sh- yeah. No, it's no, not, it's not Shaggy, Mike. It's a different it's, character. It's Norville, aka Shaggy, in the promotion that I saw. That's not Shaggy. That's a, that's a Norville. That's not Mike. Why did they change his name, Mike? Why did they change his name? Like they already changed everyone else. Why? Why change his name? I'm assuming. Okay, what is Vilma? Velma's wait, what? Are you trying to you're trying to find out her race? Yeah. Velma's Indian. I'm corrected. Oh, in this new one? Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Nope. (laughs) No. Asian. Why? Is black. Oh my goodness. Take it. 
because the voice actors who play them are those are those racists. So is Shaggy's like voice actor name Norville? Is that where they got that name from? I have no idea, but no. on the photo I saw it said Norville, aka Shaggy. But what? Um, see, that's the thing I don't like. I'm assuming the reason why they're not calling him Shaggy is I guess supposedly if it's that, it sounds like his real name, like his government, is Norville, but they're gonna call him Shaggy. But why name everyone else the exact same names then? Because that's their government. Fred's not a nickname. Fred's his name. Yeah. No. Okay. I think it's because you can't have Shaggy in without Scooby, and this show's not going to have Scooby in it whatsoever. Because Scooby is the only reason why it was a kid show. That's what they said. Scooby's not in Scooby-Doo. It's no, Scooby-Doo. Scooby will not be in Velma. I mean... I'm so why like this doesn't make <laughs> because it's, sense. it's an adult show, Midori. That's their reasoning. And Scooby, if Scooby was in it, it'd be a kid show. No, because even the old school, like kind of barbaric cartoons, Scooby made some sexual endomimos. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying what the creator so said. He, he said Scooby <laughs> is for kids, and this is a serious show. Then so, don't make it. Why, why, oh, mm. and why, why make Scooby do? So what's the gist of this show then? If it's not about like a gay, she's a lesbian. Okay, what's, all right. The, you know what? Let's just put a purple dinosaur in there too. Let's go. Leprechauns, the rainbows. I want the full work since we're just gonna go ape shit crazy the left window with this stuff. Well, like why? Like, but why? Fight crime, basically. Fight crime, oh, yeah. yeah you can make up new characters for that. Mike, the whole yeah. Velma being a lesbian thing—that wasn't for this upcoming show. That was for the movie that just came out. A movie that just came out. What? There was like a cartoon movie. That's what the whole Velma being a lesbian thing was. Was that a Scooby one or was that a? Velma? That was a Scooby one. The Velma show isn't like tied to that whatsoever. Okay, I didn't realize there was two separate projects coming out. I'm so yeah, Let me pop in real quick. <sighs> so oh, about this. Well, okay. So about this Velma being gay thing. It's in the kid movie that just came out. And like, I think it played on uh, TV. I don't think it was like a DVD release. But people are going a little crazy with it. Because... She does not get a girlfriend in the movie. They don't even kiss. The girl is like, oh, this cutie got it or something like that. And Velma makes a face. It makes her feel a certain way. But, like, that's it. It ends in two seconds. <laughs> it's literally nothing. Like, I'm fine with her being gay. She can be. But the articles are blowing it up. Like, they kissed and it was this crazy thing. And it's not. <laughs> A girl complimented her, and she didn't even compliment her back. It just—that's it. Hmm. I'm stuck on why. Why is she Indian? <laughs> like, why? Like, why it's are we these of these of these characters? The actress that's playing her voice, Mindy, is Indian. Or what is it considered? Uh, respectfully, Southern Asian or Northern Asian? I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. But whatever Mindy is. Again, I... Yeah. Well, so, does anybody know what they're going to be doing in Velma? Solving mysteries. There is a 
there is a weird scene with them in a locker room. I know that. It's a weird scene. They still had the mystery machine or Scooby snacks. They just call them something else. Are they just edibles and they just like pop edibles? <laughs> Are they just edibles? <laughs> edibles. Uh, 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 Mike, what's your name? Taking the adult route but keeping it the same, you know. He can't. He's not playing. Oh, okay. I'm insane. Yeah, I couldn't get it. It wasn't on PlayStation until December. We're just sitting here, or we? Adam, you're you're the you're the leader right now. Yeah, I need you to invite me. (laughs) I'm the lead. All right. So start, Adam. Rank match. Yeah. I cannot play ranked matches, so we gotta play no regular casual match. Casual. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We gotta be level twenty. Gotta be level twenty. <laughs> they said we're too strong. Uh, has the group all seen Intergalactic on Netflix? Mm-mm. I have. I have not, but Tessa keeps telling me great things about it constantly. It is great. Here she comes. <laughs> it's my favorite thing that came out of 2022. Yeah, that's a big, it's a big statement. The soundtrack is ten out of ten. Hmm. I like the animation a lot. I like love things. I don't know. <laughs> I believe it's in my um, my list. I thought it was great as well. The soundtrack is fire, but that's kind of what I expected since it's Kid Cudi. Yes. Oh, so that's all Kid Cudi's new stuff, isn't it? Yeah. That I've been hearing. This is a destruction. And, uh... Intergalactic. Gotcha. The one downfall I did have it is I don't like the little frame stuttering thing. Me and him disagree on this. It just takes you back to the exact same thing that I said about the black and white. If we've come so far in this stuff, why go backwards? And then give but, some dumb excuse like it's artistic. No, it's not. It's you guys not exactly. <laughs> not exactly because it's artistic. It's, it's to show funny. personality through the animation. It's to show you what these characters are feeling at those moments. I'm weak. Oh so so yeah, they stutter for a second. Like There's one scene there. It literally looks like someone like drew it on like a a post-it note thing and just like flipped through it. Like it, I just, like, like it. That's, like, that's, I mean, that's the. Classic way of animation. So it's, it's if it's classic. paying homage to it, then classic. that's the style that they're going for. Well, it's, it's the same creative team that did Into the Spider Verse. Well, there you go. I mean, that's their signature. You you can't you can't fault them for using their signature anime yeah. animation style. Oh, no, Adam is using fine personality. But that makes them different from the norm. Like everybody's doing it this way, they're yes. wanting to be different and do it another way, and it's working for them. And, and it's like, not like it's like more than a couple of seconds. Like it's very subtle. I feel like you have to be paying attention to the characters. See, but this working for them because they're great at editing and animating and all these other things. I don't think make going back ten years where you look like you're struggling to animate things is being different. But it is because coming from back then that's when the story popped out like you did we didn't need the graphics you didn't you you don't you shouldn't need a fancy glossed up animation style just to tell the story correctly or to get the audience to feel what you want them to feel 
I agree. But you could also do that by your storytelling. You don't need to have this 1930s animation for it's 10 extra. seconds. It's yeah, extra. Yeah, it lets, us, it lets us know what the characters are feeling. I know that already because I've been watching the show. <laughs> what do you think of it, Mike? I thought the movie was pretty amazing. Weird. What are you doing this? The council has spoken. Intergalactic, please watch it. It is ten out of ten. <laughs> the council has spoken. It is ten out of ten. Even with the weird glitches. <laughs> so it shall be written. Show yeah, that's how good it is. Adam can get over his gripe. And he still says it's Well, see, with my gripe, it's just how people are right now. They just, they want to be different, like Midori said, to be different and set them apart. But instead of finding a new way of being different, they just make it old for a few seconds. That's, that's, that's the route they're going. But the, but, the work that it, but the work that they put in to make it look like that is not as simplistic as you're trying to make it, though. I mean, they did it in 1930. I don't think it's that hard to do it in 2020. They did not do it. Not they like did that. Not do it. <laughs> there is things going on in different frames. At a, yeah. At the same time. That's oh, hard. Oh, why? I'm sorry. I tried to help you. I tried to help you. Well, I thought the love story was a very believable love story. Very genuine and authentic. Um, it only takes in the- a month, though. Did you realize that? Yeah. I didn't. Until my second watch. <laughs> Can I point out? Yeah. I thought all the uh, character designs were really dope. Um, I liked how everybody looked like the people that they were voice acting. Macaulay Culkin was my favorite guest appearance in there. Um, it was very stylized. I liked it a lot. Um, I hope uh, it makes me want to see more stuff from the studio and what else Kid Cudi has cooking in that brain of his. I agree. It kind of surprised me because I didn't really know much about Kid Cudi, but maybe this is my phase, <laughs> my new phase. You're a Cudi fan now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cudi. I do like that all the women, they look different and they had different body shapes. It wasn't just faces. It was nice. There was one part of the love story I didn't find realistic. <laughs> what was, that, Adam? was when. How easy the girl came back to him. <laughs> but it was over a simple mistake. No, not the second one. The first one. The, the Carmen. Not Carmen. Oh. Like, we don't, I don't think they ever said how they broke up or how it went bad. They just said they went together. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they literally just walked down the street. And he was like, Oh, we're back together. Oh, no. That's not what happened. That is. She saw him. She's like, hey, come over here. And he talked. Yeah. And she was already flirting with him from the jump. And then she's like, oh, you got a comic book. She didn't You're start mine. flirting until she, till, uh, she found out that he was he was making moves with his comics now. Oh, making moves? And she's like, I want to get on that right. train? It just I seemed feel like, like that's super more... realistic. People fall into their exes over and over, even if it's like bad for them. Yeah, that's pretty freaking normal. <laughs> I don't know, just the way they did it didn't seem seem realistic. 
You'll have to watch it. And he <laughs> didn't say they were back together. He was just there. She that said night. it. She said it. Yeah. She oh, went a little oh, possessive. No. Yeah, it's because once you did the horizontal uh, dessert, you locked back in. <laughs> yeah, but that's not how he felt. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. That's how she felt. She was inviting him to dinner with his aunt and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, that was a only, little too fast. This is only day one, eight point eight in the morning. What's happening, yo? You gotta make this shit quit. It's twenty twenty two, right? And okay. I don't think it's not realistic. Was, unless that man was, went put it down like crazy. <laughs> I don't think it's unrealistic for one because his friends even said that Carmen was that way. If he's doing well. He was gonna be all over that, but um, I think he might have been open to have more than just the one night. But then in the morning, it was just so many differences. Like she didn't let him smoke, or she didn't smoke. She went out on like to work out and stuff, and then she was super possessive. It was like in all the posters, the motivation posters, and he didn't like you could tell. You could tell he was like, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't know if it was that she was different or if it was immediately the same old thing. Well, I mean, different from him. Like, it's just not like, they just don't fit. And it's like, this is why we're not together. Why am he I doing really this? not want to be there anyway. Because when, when he made the text to her, he, was, he had that look like, I shouldn't do this. But I'm... Lonely, so when you get horny, you get horny. I was gonna say, you know, sometimes the exes be looking on all those scrumptious. Sometimes yeah. it's just easier, Adam. Okay, <laughs> nobody thinks anymore. We're gonna die. Uh, uh, talking about leaks. I don't know if this is real or not, but a lot of TikTokers are reporting it to be. Let's go. Um, this one dude made me mad with his report, though. He's trash. Oh. But apparently, the ending of the extra credit scene for Black Adam got leaked. <laughs> Already? Yeah. Um, but it's apparently Henry Cavill in the classic Superman suit going to Amanda Waller and saying, we need to talk about Black Adam uh, because DC is putting a lot of uh, faith in The Rock. The Rock has a lot of pull with DC right now mm -hmm. and he wants to fight Superman and he wants Henry Cavill. He loves Henry Cavill as Superman and that's what he wants to happen. Uh, so this is kind of a double-edged sword for me and then I, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. On one end, I love The Rock. He's amazing. And I would love to see him fighting uh, Henry Cavill Superman. On the other side of it, notice how I said I love The Rock. And I want to see him fighting Henry Cavill Superman. Because The Rock doesn't act anymore. And Black Adam is Shazam's villain. He's supposed to be fighting Shazam. But The Rock has so much pull at DC right now. If this is true, that he has enough swing to convince or help push for Henry Cavill to get the Man of Steel sequel so The Rock can be happy and fight him in Black Adam 2. That's pretty ridiculous. 
But you don't mess with the rock. Damn. Right? I mean, you've got, you've he's got gonna, to. That man's going to come out there with his WWE sunglasses on. Okay, he doesn't do, he doesn't do all that. All right. <laughs> He's, He's going to be like, The Rock. Is Kevin Hart going to be in Black Adam? That's, the, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's, the, that's the other big question. Is Kevin Hart going to be there? Uh, no, but Kevin Hart jokingly, in their interviews, he tried to get in the movie. Oh, the Rock can't act alone. Anymore, so. He can't. Kevin has to be there. The Rock and Kevin Hart are, are like, oh. they're hilarious together. They are hilarious together, but. Yeah, that was round one for that game. Jesus. Yeah. Did y'all win? I thought like, yeah. Yeah. I thought like that was yeah. forever. Oh, a 99.9% objective reach. Let's go. Part of me wants this to be true. Because um, all I care about is Henry Cavill coming back. I just want Henry Cavill to Superman. That's my main thing. Mm-hmm. I want him to get a shot with a... I want him to get another chance under the cape. But I'm not going to be mad if I get to see him throw blows with uh, Dwayne Johnson's oh, black I have What up, y'all? What up, chat? What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? Uh, I, it's crazy how fast like people are willing to leak things. And I know I watched Mike's uh, TikToks. If you guys didn't know in the chat, Mike is uh, really on top of his TikTok game. And uh, he'll call out any hater on the platform. He'll call out any spoiler on the platform. He will call you out by your government name. No, I'm just kidding about that part. But he does call everyone out. Uh, it's just crazy how fast people are willing to spoil things these days. It, it is. Like, it, it really is. Um, like, I'm I mean, trying not to say the thing you called out on TikTok. But so, Midori, someone spoiled, like, the newest episode of uh, She-Hulk within like an hour of it coming out. They already like put the big spoiler in there and just blew it up on TikTok. And I just woke up seeing Mike's face staring at his phone. The second I opened up TikTok, it's just Mike's face being like, you guys ruined this. The I mean, show's been out for 45 minutes and you ruined it. I mean, it doesn't surprise me though, because negative things are going to get more traction than a positive thing so somebody leaking something or ruining something now is is like a, a fast ticket to the even though it's bad press all you know all press is good press apparently so mm. especially in this day and age so i mean that's not talking to me whatsoever that's how we got our first deadpool movie so i guess you know <laughs> tomato tomato with it yeah, uh, yeah, it's really tomato tomato with it because <laughs> on that shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it really does like suck, and I don't. I really like again. We probably will never understand the premise of why they do it. No, they do it to be the first to, because they want to be the first like, to be the first to let you know, like, oh, I I knew this first, right. bro. Like, but and what do you get from that? Like, cool, you got you want a medal? Like, they do. If you can get them a medal, Midor, I'm sure they would be very happy. Oh, with this. it's gonna have a big shit turd on it, all right? It's cool to go here and talk about. Like, I get it for some of the TikTokers that are doing this. This is their job. They are creating content. They're doing reviews. But woohoo! Fucking put the spoiler on there, man. Spoiler would be like three seconds. Your clip. If you if he if you do that, then no one will click it. <laughs> 
they, they, will my avoid, they will avoid the spoiler in that case. I was acting. You were acting. <laughs> oh no! Spoiler. Um, but yeah, that uh enraged me. Um, because enraged me. I'm normally good at like if I see it, if I can see even a second of it, I can acknowledge what it is or you know see the spoiler and get away from it. But um, to the degree that people are putting it out, I think it's really ridiculous. Oh no, God, at least you. it used to be like a 24-hour curtain before they did this shit, which is fine. But that is no more. And it's just a race. It's just a race now to see if you can get it up posted first. And um, you guys are assholes. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're ruining people's experiences because you can't wait one day. One day. Or because you can't type the word spoiler. Are you having trouble spilling it? That's what we have spell check for. Nope, nope. We're in that day and age that people are want to get rich fast, man. Less work is yeah. possible. <laughs> Everybody wants to be an influencer. Everybody wants to be an influencer. You are right. So. Uh, well, because you said everybody wants to be an influencer. I would like to play a commercial with some good influencers. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to play the Fortel podcast on the Asian for Geeks Network. It's a pretty entertaining show. Those two guys crack me up. I watch them on Saturday mornings. Uh, has anyone delved into the Star Trek universe? Mm-mm. I mean, I used to watch like the old Star Trek, but nothing new, sadly. Well, I thought this was pretty cool. Star Trek has an animated series called called Lower Decks. Lord Dex are about the the people we never see on the Star Trek shows. <laughs> the people in the background. Oh, the side worker dudes just twisting wrench like, man, those guys are pretty cool over there. They actually are, Dakota. They That's are amazing. The show has gotten so popular that the voice actors of those characters are going to be guest starring on the live action version of Star Wars as their animated versions. That's cool. I thought that was that's cool. super cool. Because, like, uh, so it, it's funny, Mike, when you say that, because, like, that's how I thought of myself in the military. Because when you're a mechanic, and this is like a mechanic in general, like, whatever you're working on, I feel like you're like, I'm the background guy not getting, like, the cool, notorious, like, shots and movies. Like, you're not a pilot, so you're just there. Yeah. But it's mechanic, like, with the Air Force, mm-hmm. I would just work on, like, radars and radios and whatnot and uh i would tell people i was like yeah i'm in the air force like oh are you a pilot are you are you jumping out of aircraft I'm like oh absolutely not i'm just turning wrenches on it you think you think <laughs> i'm one of those guys no not at all i'm like side character b in the movie that's like the last person on the credit list dude that is literally the show and I, I, I love it this is the show for me uh it's absolutely hilarious and then uh 
Picard is in its final season. It's taken three seasons, but for whatever reason, I don't know what it is yet. What has brought them back together, the original Star Trek Next Generation crew, uh, will be on this final season of Picard. Uh, I am a big Picard fan, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Uh, Discovery has been crazy good. And um, Strange New Worlds has been the best Star Trek show I've seen so far. Um, the Star Trek universe is very, very interesting and very good. Uh, it's it's doing their it's doing their version of a universe much better than a couple other studios. Mm. How are you guys faring in this game here? Um, I think I'm doing pretty damn good. I, I'm getting kills. I don't know if I'm doing anything objective-wise, but at least I'm I'm murdering folks. And that's saying something, because I don't ever play with like a mouse and keyboard. I'm so proud of you. I am hot garbage. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go. Fuck me. I mean, do not touch me there. That is my no-no square. Oh, my God. No-no square. Hmm. Oh, I'm not really sure what's going on in this game. Dude, I'm just seeing people in black. Oh I feel like I'm playing Destiny again. Disarm the, the, the thing that's flashing. I run out here and I shoot a few times and I die. So, did you guys hear that The Walking Dead is ending this year? Yay! Good. I did. Oh, God. Oh, yes. So happy. Put your hands together because from the ending of Walking Dead comes four new Spinoff series from no! the Walking Dead. Oh, oh, oh. Let it die. The That's so stupid. Thing. The only good thing that the Walking Dead has ever When's the last time you guys watched the Walking Dead episode? Uh, season. My last one was when. That's all I know. I, I, I remember. No, I got past season three. I got. Let me think about this for a second. I remember they were just not bringing up the wolves, or I think that's what they're called, or the whispers. The whispers. Like I remember the whole Negan, like a shocker, where he kills Glenn and all that. And I think that's right before the whispers got big in the show. That is right before the whispers. Yes. Yeah, so yes, that's where I stopped the yeah, show because I was like. They started to come. They still had to deal with Negan for another like season and a half. Yeah, yeah. I I, I remember a little bit past that, but not much more. No. Adam, have you ever seen an episode of The Walking Dead? Yeah, I watched. I used to watch all the time, but that was about the same spot I quit watching. That was what? That was about the same time I quit watching it. Okay. Now, uh, what made you quit watching it? What made me quit watching it? Yeah. I just felt so. There are two things that make me watching it, and I know everyone's gonna take like this bit of knowledge, and they'll be like, "Ah." Eh. Uh, I feel like the show lasted way longer than it should have. So by that, I mean like, if and this is me just being nitpicky at the moment, but it's just my realism of the show. There should not be zombies left in this world by this point of the show. Like the zombies. Like, you, you literally see zombies in season one decomposing, rotting away on the ground. Season 10, so many months later, so many years later, all these zombies that are like, oh, all the zombies. No, there are no more zombies. They have already eroded and turned to dust at this point. Like, you'll get new ones from the people that are dying, but the mass majority of zombies should be gone. And I know that's why they're transitioning to now being away from zombies. And that was kind of what kind of killed it for me 
Because, like, once you start getting to the whispers and whatnot, at least from my understanding, it was leaving the zombies, and then you got, like, the kingdom and all their drama. You had Negan's group, and I had all the drama. It was getting towards more of the post-apocalyptic civilization side of things with actual citizens. And I was just kind of like, eh, I think this is a good jumping-off point for me. And, of course, all my favorite characters were already gone by that point. Mm. Like, I really liked... Oh, sorry, Mike, what? Oh, no, my fault. I thought you were clear. my fault. No, I was going to say, like, all my favorite characters were gone. Like, I was a huge Glenn fan, and I know that's where he dies um, in the books. So that was that was fair. I was kind of glad that Stephen. I knew it was what happened in the books, but it just, I don't know. I think it was just seeing it, like, play out and not drawn out. It just, it hit too hard for me. I was like, yeah, I can't. I'm Tap me out, coach. Mm-hmm. on the bench i'm fine <laughs> well the books were different than the show like they made yeah. very big separations from the books like for those that have never read the books you i should. highly recommend the books they're way better and i'm not even a zombie person like a fan i'm not i don't do zombies <laughs> but, yeah like the books are way better written i love them uh steve kirkman the same guy that made invincible i believe is the same one that created correct mike mm. yep. yeah uh, so highly recommend the books, but I don't know. For me, it was just I was at that uh, drop-off point for me. Yeah, it it literally just because at some point I'm just sitting back. I'm like, okay, so what more can you guys do? Either you keep running for the rest of your lives, or you just you do what the one lady did, like in season one, just blow yourself up, end it all, like hurry up. <laughs> and she's like, don't even. Just game over. Like like what what is the end game of this? Like pandemic, like this is where I agree with Wiley. The books are written better. Um, the the thing is, is that once you get into The Walking Dead, uh, the zombies are, and this is probably why you didn't like it, Wiley. But the zombies are supposed to be like they're supposed to be like the weather, they're supposed to be like, yeah, a shitty snow day, a shitty rain day, whatever. They've gotten used to figuring out how to move and breathe around zombies. It's this is what this is the world as it is now. How does this world move on in this state? Yeah. How do people change? How do we grow? How do we live? That's what the story ends up being about there. Yeah. How do we rebuild civilization and still move forward with the with this shitty ass zombie snow? Mm. And um, yeah. they did really good things with it in the book, mm. um, like where they're at right now. And it created really good living situations and good stories when they were trying to rebuild civilization and they found that other people had done it better than them mm-hmm. as far as surviving, mm-hmm. but not, but not uh, being out in the zombie world. Uh, so uh, the show kind of fell off for me after the Negan stuff. And I, I stayed away from it for a little bit. Uh, but once they said they were spoiler, um, spoiler, uh, once they uh, killed Rick, I came back to watch that, and that hurt my heart. Oh, God, because I love Rick. Um, but it's amazing that once Rick was off the show, the show got good again because it wasn't dependent on Rick. And other characters really got to step up. And his daughter is amazing in the show. I love her. Um, Daryl, he's always been a favorite. Daryl and Carol. Um, they they are OGs to me, but uh, the stories got better. Other characters got to shine. Um, my wife and I are watching it right now, but I am interested in watching it because 
they are doing a spinoff show to wrap up the Rick and Michonne story. So I want to see that. Megan and Maggie are getting their own spinoff show. They're going to New York. And Daryl is getting a spinoff show. They just, they just released, I guess, Tales of the Walking Dead, which are just random stories within the Walking Dead universe. And um, Fear of the Walking Dead, which I don't like. And then there's another Walking Dead show that's on the second or third season that I don't like. Mike, you know what they need to do or what would be incredible? What's that? If they would make a show, if they want to make a Walking Dead show, it's fine. Do it with the two best characters in the entire series. <laughs> Lee and Clementine. Clementine. That's all I need. That's all I need. I would actually reinvest in Walking Dead. If they God. <laughs> and I, I don't even care if you take the game and make it one-to-one, and I already know what's coming. Just give me that. Oh, my God. Video. I have declared my daughter become Clementine. Do you hear me? <laughs> right. I know. Uh, I might name my child Clementine. I remember when... And I don't know if anyone watches the show and they read the books. If you guys didn't know, there's a game. Well, there's a few games, but only one game matters. Uh, the Telltale version of the game. No, no, don't talk about Daryl's game. Get that garbage out of here. Hot garbage. You didn't like, you didn't want to be Daryl? No, no, get that, get that out of here. Just watch the Telltale game or play it. Uh, you can play all of it. I enjoyed all of it. I know some people are like, I'm only a season one or two fan. Stop and they drop off. I enjoyed the whole thing thoroughly. Highly recommend it. I think you will see one of the best female characters in video games, period, and see the evolution of their character within that. So, yeah, there you go. Fun fun things they could do, but they just won't. Or potentially can't. No, they want to keep beating the same horse, man. Daryl. Well, I'm not... I'm, I'm not going to get mad about Daryl. Daryl's awesome. I, I'm fine with Daryl. But his he, game was hot going. He really, he's really stepped up from that one-dimensional badass hillbilly character um, that they've done. He's really got to evolve as a character in the show, uh, which is one of the reasons why I'm glad so to leave him. <laughs> huh? I was like, they probably he probably requested that, so like, let me do this with this character or I quit. Like, He's probably bored of playing the why. same guy. I mean, Norman Reedus is a good actor. He is. And oh, he so, is. Um, like, the fact that they like kept him that way for like so many seasons, I was I was like, he probably is going to quit one day. Not going to lie. Like, uh, Norman Reedus has become, I would, <laughs> for me, when I'm watching it, uh, he has a lot. He, like I said, he has a good story, but like every time he does something really cool or whatever, I'm like, Norman Reedus does the most, the coolest up-to-date Wolverine mm. uh, in TV right now. Uh, oh, imagine I, if Norman Reedus came as Wolverine. Like That's 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 the kind of vibes you get in the show, because he is the one that goes off, and when shit needs to be done, he goes and does it. Um, right now, the uh, situation is, not the entire situation, but he is right now the caretaker of Rick's kids. So, like, he's taking care of them. And, like, that has really opened up his character as a person. They gave him um, a relationship uh, with somebody. Like, you're seeing the different levels of And Carol, the stuff that Carol goes through after Rick is gone has been really good and empowering and stuff like that. So, I said give it another spin with the later episodes. But, you know, to each of their own. How many kids is Rick He has... Yeah, two. He has Judith, 
which was the baby, but he had uh he had a kid with Michonne. Yes, yeah, I missed that. yeah. Yep, didn't even know that happened, but it doesn't shock me. Um did you say ew? Ew. <laughs> I don't know. It says age of the geekdom. I guess that was Tesla. She said you to Rick uh, and Michonne having a kid. Oh, oh babies. You know, um, Michelle had to get her love him and dove him. I don't know. I, I know. I enjoyed the show for what it was when I watched it, but eventually there was just there's just a fall off point. Eventually it was just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. Or and I quit watching once you got to the farm. You said you season, was that season one? No, that was season two or three. That was like season two or three. Oh, Wasn't I think that Herschel's farm was the most boringest TV of any show ever. You know, like seeing him down on the farm, Adam, like Bob Evans. I could care less about watching Rick learn how to rake a field or hit the little girl running off into the woods and you don't see her for 13 episodes. Adam, it's a metaphor. It takes him 13 episodes to walk to the to the tree line. It was Adam. the most boringest creation of TV ever. It's a metaphor well, for his mental stability. He and needed to know how back. to rake. And then they brought me back one time after they finally left the farm. Because they started getting action again. You know, they started. This is a zombie movie, and we haven't seen zombies in a long time. <laughs> I know they had zombies on every episode. Of TV. I would say, they, I, had, I, they had a zombie. They had one. They never ran into a horde of zombies. They ran damn. into a zombie. And the zombie was the girl. Basically. <laughs> hey, when that was gone for eight episodes, I love I love Adam's retelling of it because that's not exactly how it went. But Adam's retelling of it is always going to be hilarious. It is, even if it's absolutely incorrect, it'll still be funny regardless. It's never absolutely incorrect. It may be skewed a little bit, but it's always it exactly what happened. It may be skewed a little bit. No. <laughs> Adam, it's easy to say. I've the known majority, you have... the biggest fear on the farm was the old people trying to touch the people. Touch yeah. it. Oh it wasn't even the. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't even the zombie. Yeah. Wasn't Adam has a good point. <laughs> good job, Adam. Thank you. I'll say it. I'll give you the credit. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I am murking these kids. Let's go. <laughs> Are you murking them? We had a pretty good game session earlier today. Me, Adam, uh, Wiley, Ryan, Derek, uh, and my son. Oh, my we all jumped on Destiny. We did go off. It went, it went in. I'm trying to catch Mike you. as fast as possible. We're, 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 <laughs> we're catching. Mike, my character looks like a straight-up murderer. It looks like he just killed a whole bunch of kids. Your character does look like a murderer. Uh, he looked like a person who was who's never been caught for killing, and then he discovered this thing where he could kill people, and so he enlisted. 
Mike, I just want to say I was going in on the Crucible gameplay and straight up murdering people. Were you? That's why I got all that stuff. So no. if you complete all of the if you complete all of the uh, quest line for uh, the Crucible stuff, you get that paint color. Oh god. Did you? How did you do on the free for all in the Crucible? That's the uh, the free for all. I was getting like second and third. I never got first. Yeah, that's the one that's what gets challenging. All the other ones, it's okay. fun, but you're really just mowing people down pretty. Easy. The free for all is where the tryhards are at, and that's that's where the people be doing the little dashes where they disappear and appear over here and shoot their throw their grenade and then dash back over there and dome you with their hand cannon. Yeah, Mike, so fun fact, when uh, Destiny first came out, I remember me and Adam played the beta, and we're like, oh, this is cool. Uh, Adam's dad was the biggest Destiny fan I have ever seen. Really? Yes, yeah. like that man would live and breathe a Destiny 24-7. He did, 24-7 like, was... every day. He knew all the <laughs> schedules when, like, the special people appeared at the tower, when the stuff dropped, all that. But I just never got past them first 17 beginner missions that you have to do before the game actually gets fun. <laughs> oh god. Is it 17, Adam? It's it's pretty it, close. It felt like it. Mike, that when it's, it's, you a, it the first it's almost a week's worth of gameplay to get past the, the tutorial, Mike. <laughs> and Mike, you're back into the tutorial again now for some reason. I, I just got it right there, so uh, if I have to help somebody, I can do that. So you enjoy those trash missions? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I don't enjoy not knowing what's going on. So I have it set there in case I need to play with one of y'all to get it through or play with my son, Miles. Mike, Miles got through everything today. Miles finally finished up the, the tutorial? Yeah, that's why he was in Dares with us. I, I figured he'd been there. Yeah. Well, he's, he's been doing it for I mean, he's been free and playing for a day since yesterday. Hmm. He was doing his thing, though. He was. He was trying. Especially, <laughs> he, he, he sees me walk downstairs. He'll come by. That, he'll come down five minutes later. Go turn on the PlayStation. Get on the beanbag. And next thing I know, he's like, hey, Dad, I'm coming to revive you. <laughs> so Adam, if That's you didn't girl. know, because I wasn't sure or not, if you just log into your account, you can just put your character right at Mike's house. Yeah. Like uh yesterday I was playing with Miles and we were doing one of those first missions, which was a lot of uh platforming. So I got my character there and I was like, all right, Miles, I'm not doing all that shit again. I'm just gonna walk forward and it's gonna pull you. But it wouldn't let me do it without Miles. So I had to go do the platforming for Miles. <laughs> While I was doing the platforming for Miles, it kicked me out for being idle. I get Miles up to the point where he needs to go, gets him through the door, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm just going to finish this mission for Miles so we can be done with it. It's a beginner mission. And then I get to the room, and all the characters above their heads have red bars and skulls. I'm like, oh, shit, hold on, Miles. And I, I go hide Miles, and I go get my character, and I'm like, I'm coming, Miles. Just <laughs> Keep moving. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And then I came in there and brought the brought the doom and saved my son. Save no, I, just son. Say, I just want to say, Mike, Ryan underestimated uh, our skill level earlier. And during that first mission, he said, 
I don't know if we'll be able to get to the bonus thing. Uh, it was a good, like, it was a practice run. And we ended up doing it and beating the whole thing. I was like, yeah, Brian, underestimate us again. Hey. Then you turned up the difficulty and got real hard. Yeah, we're not ready for crazy yet. We're not ready for crazy yet, but we can definitely do those bonuses. Um, like, we, could, we could probably do dungeons, though. Dungeons are six-player. I'm not sure if any of us are ready for, for crazy, to be honest. Yeah. It didn't seem like none of our stuff was really doing much. We That's killed one guy. We That's killed a single dungeons, so we can do the harder levels. We would kill a regular guy and feel so accomplished. A like, new uh, reveal just got uploaded by me. Who is me? What did you What did you reveal? What did you upload? What? It's, a, it's a Facebook user. I wish I wish it was your name, J Man. Oh, J Man. Yes. J-Man, I'm going to be getting ready to send out your box, but uh, your box is big. It's got three Kickstarters worth of stuff in it. Uh, so <laughs> There's one-shot people over here. I'm not sure there's anything such – there's no such thing as a one-shot. There, there is. <laughs> Adam, you're doing good, I thought. No, I never said I was doing good. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, get down, buddy. I shoot these people like 48,000 times and they have like half their health bar left. I shoot them another 96. Definitely try to oh. uh, do hit, uh, critical hits. So that's hits. And Adam is the bad guy, too. Uh, Adam, I just gotta say, uh, just uh, do better. Ooh. It was revealed this week also, Keanu Reeves. I'm sorry. Not Keanu Reeves. What the hell am I doing? I don't like <laughs> we we don't know. That guy. Why did I forget his name? <laughs> Why did you forget his name? It's disrespectful. Oh, it is Keanu Reeves. I, I'm, I was thinking about Christopher Reeves. No, Keanu Reeves revealed that uh, he has had several conversations with Marvel to be in the MCU, but he did reveal this week the character that he wants the most to play is Ghost Rider. I'm fine with that. Midori immediately said no. Why, Midori? <laughs> Why don't you like that, Midori? Nah, I'm good. Hi. Okay, who'd you want for Ghost Rider? You're going to say Nicolas Cage? No. Not Keanu Reeves. If Keanu Reeves was in the MCU, who'd you want? I don't know. I was like, I tell you, it's a hard... Wait, don't they already have a Ghost Rider in the show? Uh, What show? I don't know. I just I, I remember seeing a clip at some point. There's Ghost. a Ghost Rider in the MCU, but that's the newest Ghost Rider. Um, Johnny Blaze is still out there on the motorcycle. The oh, new okay. Ghost Rider, I forget his name, but he has a car. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they show the new the old Ghost Rider transform this new guy into the new Ghost Rider. So he's still in there, but we don't know who he. Um, you know, they have. A, Obviously, I haven't picked the actor to be that that one yet for the MCU. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with him being Ghost Rider. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm just trying mm -hmm. to think of someone more like I, I feel like Ghost Rider is a very stoic character. Obviously, like he gets very angry, but overall, most time he's just there. And I feel like Keanu Reeves could be just there. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's the, that's the only character really fits. 
Like, He's got I'm that gonna... dirty look to him, like he hasn't taken a shower in a while. <laughs> I mean, but then it just reverts back to cyberpunk, really. <laughs> Long hair. I mean, Ghost Rider is hard to make modern, but I'd love it. Why do you think Ghost Rider is hard to make modern? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I well, for me at this point. There's nothing off Marvel Sable that they can't bring to the screen. We're working on getting everybody's rights first. <laughs> How about that? Let's focus on that. He's very old fashioned. And in what sense? Oh, you're in a room full of robots. Oh, wait. Hi, Mike. Hi, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi. It's my Gundam. There we go. Hello. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. The door's open. The door's open. We gotta go. <laughs> how do I run? You see how they're just like leaving me in the dust? Uh, it is. That's it. Or I don't know my controller. Because every time I use the normal run button, like the click the left stick in, it's change your. Woo! I didn't know you can hold it. I just been tapping. Yeah. I'm flying. Yeah, you can dash depending on your Gundam. Dude, my guy, I'm holding the. Mine's a defense dash, so it just depends on which character you got. I, no, I left shift too, but I didn't realize how far you go with that left shift bar. Yeah. I felt like I was uh, Anakin in the episode one. <laughs> You see how many times I shot that man? <clears throat> I saw a lot of gunfire. There was a lot of hit markers, and his health bar did not move. Maybe it's the pick a different Gundam. Pick a I different one. Every single one is unlocked. <laughs> I tried to move. I'm, I'm getting kills. I, I don't I don't know. I'm getting kills, boy. <laughs> this is not my style of game, I guess. I need to be able to move. I think it's the controller, my guy. It's definitely not the controller. You would see me even worse if he moved. Oh, uh, no. If they gave me controller, I'd be getting way more kills in this game. Oh, your mother's never going to like you, kid. Look, look at this. This, this dude just like, he's like walking through the mall. Gosh. Mike, Adam, you see this, my you. screen right here? Yeah, I'm watching your screen. When he's walking, it does not seem like this guy's in a gunfight, like at a war zone. It looks like he's just strolling down the sidewalk. It, yeah, the um, it, it does not look like the robots are walking with actual robot weight. Tell me this dude does not. He's just cruising down the street right now. I literally just healed you. Help this me. This man's cruising down the street and his gun does What's up, bro? Mike, you know, I would like... You got needs too, Adam. Use those if you can. I would like to restate my previous statement before, because I said I didn't know who would make a good Wolverine and oh. the MCU. Uh -huh. But now that I think about it, uh, Norman Reedus might not be a bad choice. Like, once you said he has that Wolverine vibe, and I was like, you know what, Mike? You're absolutely <laughs> right. He very much does. Dude. Norman Reedus. 
He definitely has the stature and the um, composure for it. He goes out there and he gets stuff done. He does. His weapons of choice are two knives that he holds backwards in his hand. So definitely getting the vibe from him. Mike, did you ever watch the Boondock Saints? Yes, I love it. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, I think Again, that, another movie that's pretty classically old. Yeah, it's a cold classic. I mean, it failed originally when it first came out, but I'm glad it got more traction later on. Well, that's but, just because uh, we sadistic. Oh. <laughs> I just, okay. I think, I just love the beginning scene. I love every moment in the movie, but just specifically the beginning bar fight scene where they're getting like, uh, they're left up in their apartment, they're just handcuffed in, his brother's about to die, and he just lifts up the toilet and drops it on the dude's head. Mm. Exquisite. That movie Exquisite, is just so. That movie is so. It is Adam's screen, best. It is. So if you enjoy bad gameplay. If you enjoy bad gameplay, that's it. Come to the right spot. Mm. Dang. Is there anything else, Mike, on the docket? Well, we've gone through all our topics. Team kills. Let's go. Team kills. Yeah. How do you see that? Oh, oh, Mike, you don't want to talk about beasts? Huh? You don't want to talk about Beast? Wasn't that like your movie of the year, Mike? Beast. Yeah, Idris Elba's Beast. I mean, you just bought it. You said it was the most incredible movie all year. Who said that? You did, Mike. Is that, you bought it. You were so excited yesterday. Midori, this man rushed out and bought the movie. Hold up, hold up. Stop. <laughs> hold up. You can't me for being excited for a movie and then try to play me on live stream. <laughs> Like never, I was in love with that shit. Never, Mike. I would never do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of villain hey, do you think I am? Hurry it. Don't put don't play me out here. <laughs> but no, we, he is right. We were excited. I invited them all over. I invited Ryan over. Um, my daughter Logan was really excited to see this movie. We're like, we're gonna order food. I think we're gonna watch was excited. Punch a lion in the face. It's gonna be Ghost of the Darkness Part Two, yeah. So we 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 get the movie, or we're, we're looking for it, and there are no rental options. It's only purchase. Yeah, like, technically, you can. Uh, was like, nope, you can't rent it till December. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you can buy it now. You just can't rent it for another month. Right. So I was like, you know what? I was like, you know, I'm gonna put my faith in Idris, and uh, he's fighting a lion. And he's trying to protect his girls. Fuck it, we gonna get it. So we get it, and then um, our food does not get here because uh, apparently they cook. White Castle was closed. Mm-hmm. I don't know White Castle does not open. All the White Castles I know are open 24 hours. But for some no. reason, White Castle was closed when I put in this big order of food. Uh-huh. So we didn't get our food, so I had to order it from somewhere else. So I'm already fuming because of that. Right. Um, and we're watching this movie, and it is just going downhill fast. <laughs> I can I can get it a short one scene clip. Oh, I wanna, let's movie. hear it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. So there's they're in this jeep, right? And this beastly lion is coming in to get them. Yeah, comes flying through the broken window because all of the children decide to sit next to the only broken window in the jeep. Okay. He scratches this girl with his giant lion paw in right. her side. 
Okay. And she gets up and says, he got me. <laughs> she was exactly like that. Not, not freaked out. It's not an exaggeration. Look no, that was, that was correct. He got me. And then crawls to the back seat. Like like he just like she just came into the front seat to sit in the back seat. That's how maybe, she crawled. Maybe it was the initial shock, you know, like the drilling and stuff. Hey, like she you know see her. Right. Next time you see her, she's on the verge of death. Like I mean, <laughs> half her body is probably gone. So that I mean that probably make a sense. Oh, oh okay. My biggest gripe with the movie, Mike. Your boy Idris should have died at the end of that movie. He should have. There is so Midori. Once again, we're talking about this beastly of a lion. Huh. One swipes people essentially. Gotcha. Murders them. Then he gets to Idris, and he's like swiping him. He's oh, biting him. He's no, tearing no, up, up chunks. You, 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 you got to. So every person we have seen yeah. that has come across a confrontation with this lion, whether it was on screen or off screen. Has always had one slash mark yeah. of a claw hit. There's no claw marks anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's just one big ass wound, whatever on their body. And the same big... scratch mark that went in this girl's side that she said he got. Yes. And she is counting sheep and still alive. Yeah. He just, Elva goes out here on the sacrifice with a two inch knife and, and squares up with it. Squares up with it <laughs> and wins. Is having his pick of blood vessels to puncture. He is choosing the meats on Ildris to eat. He should okay. have tore off his leg. He should have tore off his arm. He could have tore out his back. Like there's a part where this lion has his leg in his mouth and shaking it like a dog's toy. Oh wow! Like and he just no kicks reason. it off of him. Like yeah. <laughs> no reason this man should have lived. Hmm. He should not have survived this attack. But the thing I did like. Is after attack, he crawled over, over to a log, and he cried. And I said, "That's real." <laughs> that was probably like the most most realistic thing in that movie. Then, his daughter's got on my nerves. He told oh. them specifically to sit in the car, keep oh. the door shut, stay in the car. His Don't oldest leave daughter was my like, sight. "Don't go out the village." They just didn't listen. It's because she, he left her mom. Yeah. <laughs> once that happened, I don't have to listen to anything you say. <laughs> you left mom and she was dying of cancer. You're not my dad anymore. That's pretty. Anymore. That's pretty heartless. I mean, <laughs> my so, probably, he probably had a death wish. That's probably what it was. You know, they weren't staying with their mom. They have a death wish. They suffered. You know. With living with their dad that didn't that didn't get them, they had to get out of there, and they, I guess the quickest way was to play with this lion. I don't know that this movie just sounds stupid in in its entirety. But see, I had hopes for it. You are funny. Why ghost. did you do that though? Because the Ghost in Darkness is a good movie. <sighs> Mike. Which also the Ghost in Darkness is based off of true events. I just say, you. I'm going yeah. in with hope. <laughs> The commercials made that movie look so good. No, they didn't. I think it did. Because what's the uh it that's kind of like the, the show Zoo was it started off really good, the premise of it, okay, and then it took this weird turn and you're like, okay, well what how sway? Because they in essential that's kind of what the the show zoo was too. 
was like the animals were attacking the humans. So, um, but there was cases where like the animal would do this to this person. And like you said, they're dying, they're on their deathbeds. And then this person just so happens to look at it and it it's done deal, they win. And you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> See, I've I, never heard of Zoo, so I don't know. Zoo, about it. Zoo is a very good show. Uh, it's pretty old now. I think it's actually done, but I didn't finish the newest season because I was just like, okay, it's stupid now. The yeah. first season, I, I stand behind. Uh, yes. Uh, that's uh, that's yeah. it was two lions. Um, and those lions are stuffed and... Uh, <laughs> In Chicago, in the Chicago Art Museum, and they are huge. The uncle in this was the real hero, if you ask. The uncle was also stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that beginning scene should not have happened the way it went down. No, that, that, that beginning scene should not have happened because the uncle lives in Africa. He works with animals all the time. He, he works with lions. But once he saw the three strikes, and, and mm-hmm. what the three strikes were, once he saw the first man with his face ripped open, that strike one. Village mauled. The village, the village of women and children mauled to death. And he said, that never happens. That's the only weird. thing that could have did this was a lion, and that doesn't make sense. And then the other man coming out of the woods saying, the devil, the devil, with his face ripped open. Uh-huh. Those are the three strikes that should have let him know this is not a normal lion. Get back in the car. We're driving back home. Good night, Vess. But I agree with that completely. But Idris is put off like he's the hero here. <laughs> and Absolutely not no hero. And the uncle has a basically has got one leg at this point. <laughs> Still carrying the movie on his back. Still carrying, doing all, like, there's a task. He's like, do we go fight the lion with our fists? And somebody's going to get car keys. And he's like, I may have one leg, but I'll go get the lion. Idris, you go find car keys. And then he does it. He goes and starts piecing up the lion with no feet. Here I come, man. Idris is, like, stumbling around looking for the car keys. Oh, you destroyed yourself. I'm sorry. Mm. He just is stumbling around, and he just every every fight he didn't really do anything, you know. He, he did, not. did not. But the the best part to me for the uncle <laughs> is when he did get attacked, and we come back to him, and he's like, "Guys, I'm not doing good here." Um, <laughs> my life, my life. <laughs> like that was the best acting in the whole movie because <laughs> yeah. so like he was shot. Like I'm a lion tamer. And I'm not good right now. Uh, uh, Idris like, I'm going to come to you. He's like, no. Ah, no, uh, you should probably not do that. <laughs> no, it, that. That was the best part. Is the uncle was like, nope, don't do that. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that. He's like, please don't do that. You're going to make it so much worse. Yeah, and <laughs> after that, you realize why the daughters don't listen. Because Idris didn't listen to any of the things either. He did not. Midori, the uncle at one point is on the radio. So he just got attacked. He's on the radio. He's like, Hey guys, uh, the lion is using me as bait. He is staring at me in the face right now. And uh, their first response is, we're going to come and get you. He's like, no, don't do that. This lion is using me as bait. He is pulling you guys in. And they're like, yeah, we got to go get him. Idris, not them. Idris goes. You heard that, girls. You stay here. I'm going. 
then they get out the car anyways. And then he gets out the car and goes after him. Well, his daughter wasn't gonna let him not go. She kept saying every time we have to we get, gotta him. Go get him. We gotta go. We can't leave him out there. We have to get him. We can't leave him out there with the mean lion. If I was the uncle, I would have killed myself. Like right he after is, telling them like not to come, just so they don't have a reason to disobey me. Never. <laughs> you know, not radioed in. This that could have been a real savage deal. Like, don't even want him about it. Radios hey, in. But I feel like he had to radio in because he just didn't believe the shit. Guys, you what is something fucked up? I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm bait. I'm literally the worm on the hook for you. Yeah, he, he literally told him, he's like, I'm but that's what he, but that's what he said, guys, you won't believe this. They don't, I don't know, they don't do this. The but the lion's staring at me. And even he said, why would it do that? <laughs> and the first thought is, I need to go save him to find out why. Why did they do that? <laughs> and every time anybody used the radio, there was like a 10-second delay before someone could answer. They were like, mm. hey, how's it going out there? <laughs> They were afraid someone was holding oh, the button. Oh, my leg's messed up, but the lion's looking at me. And then <laughs> you wait a while, and you wait a while, and you wait a while. And then the, all you see is them, like, eagerly looking at the radio, like, I'm doing good over here. We'll be out on our way, and we'll come save you. Every single time they use the radio. <laughs> like, um, you know what my favorite part of that entire movie was? What? When he snatched the snake out of the tree. Oh, my God. That, don't even give me started on that whole Terrible Dude, that, was, scene. that was all adrenaline, and I buy it. No, Mike, you're not catching a viper attacking you from hey, a tree while you're, you're laying with your arms like this. You're not gonna go like that fast enough to catch a viper. There's a lot of things I thought in life I could not do, but I'm doing them. Okay, Mike, I, got a do, I didn't think I could make comic books, but I make them. Mike, Mike, I like that, Mike. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's a difference, Mike. There's a difference. The transition. That's, saying, that's the same thing as saying he's like, oh, a martial artist who trains with swords, how they can cut like a BB in the air, and then them giving me a sword and expecting me to do the exact same thing. Not well, happening. But Dakota, if you access that twenty percent of your brain that is no, not no, thinking, I'm sorry, that goes off to you, and you dive deep into that, you can access the part of you that would enhance your speed to cut that bumblebee in half. But you are scared of it. You are My fearful goodness. of your own you say self and what you can be. Like, it ain't happening. And even okay, let's say let's say he did catch it. If you didn't know, viper's fangs can extend further than their bottom jaw. He would have still bit him in his hand. Man would have died of a viper bite up there. That's the angle that he had him. Look, he had him at this angle. Yeah, that, that is, yeah. his. It can still move its head there, buddy. No, no, look, look. It was real look, quick. He grabbed it and dropped it on the line. Oh There's no God. way. There's no way the snake is biting my hand right there. Look at that. Mike, when I, I want to see you grab a snake in my life. When I, look, when I make a fist right here, my skin gets extra hard, like like Colossus. So, <laughs> impenetrable. It's like Colossus. You got a but point. no, but no. With my favorite part. Into? Oh, my God. My favorite, my favorite part of that movie was hearing your daughter and her ad lib scenes the entire movie was incredible Mila was very disappointed with those girls <laughs> oh my god she was i loved it i was there for it look once the girls did the seventh stupid thing my my daughter Mila turned around got under the couch she said wake me up when the ribs get here <laughs> I, felt, I, felt, 
I felt it on a spiritual level. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we're going to wrap it up at this episode. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you at, Wiley. Everyone, you can find me at Wiley underscore Duster over on Twitch. I will be starting up my channel again this upcoming week. It's back to spooky times. So I'll probably be kicking off a horror game. I'm thinking, as mad as it is, back to Alien Isolation. It's where I started my channel. And by golly, I'm feeling the itch to be scared again. And that game is goddamn terrifying. Terrible. <laughs> so that's where you can find me at. Midori. Adam. Oh, Adam, never mind. My name is Adam Wonder underscore Tood. You can, I'm starting my Twitch channel back up. And it's getting spooky season, so oh, this guy. You know, <laughs> Alien Isolation is where we started. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to see. You can also catch me here on Sundays. <laughs> Adam, I, I will let you play it, Elon. I said, I'm going to watch you play it now, buddy. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Um, y'all can find me coming back to Twitch next week. All right. The revamping is done. It's going to happen. Coming back hard, strong. And guess what? We playing some alien isolation. Oh, we know. We going back to the real roots of these, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. you can underscore Hana on Twitch TV. You already know Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you know what I mean? I got it. All right. Alien isolation coming at you. Mm. Awesome. Mike, you playing alien isolation too? <laughs> no. Uh most epic art on all social media. Uh so you can catch me. Of course, also get our books and our merch, our hats, our, our jackets, our hoodies. You get all that at fsknow.com. But also, I am coming back to streaming next week. I've been off for a while, getting my channel restarted. Um, I figured I want to draw a lot of people in, and I'm a little bitch, so I'm going to play Alien Isolation to get the ball. <laughs> in with that. Uh, you know, uh, I, I jump scare real easy, so if you want to laugh and uh, tune in as I, as I take it back to the roots of gaming with Alien Isolation and trying to survive something you can't kill. Um, you know, true first person. Scared him. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike, I'm gonna buy you that game. We're gonna play that game together. Oh, we good, fam. <laughs> we don't do scary. But, uh, I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in in the chat. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. We will catch you guys uh, next Sunday at the same uh, geek time at the same geek channel on our Agents of Geekdom Network and. If you want to know what other shows are playing on our channel, well, here they go. Oh, no, I don't have that. Yes, I do. Here we go right here.
That is the Ages of Geekdom Network. Seven shows, seven days a week. Subscribe, apply, watch us. Don't die. Bars. Good night, everybody. Bars. Damn, drop some mic. Let's go. That's crazy. That is crazy. 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 That's wild. Crazy. 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 We some geeks. Am I doing the outro? I thought.